7 o'clock. Good morning, pile. How you doing? Jim and the Buckeye Boy from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles. National Signing Day yesterday. Reference the local athlete signing, but for Division II football, it's a big day yesterday. Particularly for the Colorado Mesa Mavericks and Miles Coach Avery entering his third season as the Mavs head coach. Had a wonderful time with the Blue Moon last night. Thanks to Brad and, and Becky and the folks at the, the Blue Moon. Appreciated uh, chance to go and, and broadcast last night. Had a lot of fun talking with head coach Miles Coach Aver and offensive coordinator and line coach Trevor Wickery and defensive coordinator Trent Matthews and Maury Wilson from uh, Fruit of Monument, mm-hmm. the only Valley player to sign, but not the only kid on this side of the Continental Divide to, to sign with Coach K and the, and the Mavericks. And uh, 47 players signing with Colorado Mesa yesterday. And um, I, I just think an incredible class that uh, Miles and his staff has put together. And um, really going to dip it into the 3A ranks a lot with uh, Roosevelt and Bronco Hartson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tally Quarterback, his teammate. But a monster, yeah. monster career as a rough rider. If I remember correctly, he didn't play in that game. Roosevelt was over here, I think, against Palisade. But Bronco Hartson did, and he's like there was nothing on the field as a quarterback for me that was like that kid is going to be a star at X. But just his nature was one of those things that this kid just doesn't lose. It doesn't seem like he loses very often. And that's something that, you know, for CMU is huge. You got to get guys like that. Guys that come from winning programs, they won a state championship uh, at Roosevelt uh, when both those players were juniors. And so he knows what it's like to win. And that's part of establishing the mm-hmm. success of uh, the commitment to, to being successful at Colorado Mesa. But um, I just think it's an impressive class. Xavier Ramirez, of course, who played with Bronco Hartson at, uh, at, Rose- at Roosevelt High School, two-time All-State selection, rushed for over 4,700 yards, 65 touchdowns in his high school career. Also tapping into that very successful Green Mountain program as well. And so I think, and obviously with Rifle going to the 2A state championship game, Logan Gross and Troy Matea, that those are two guys that uh, certainly will uh, be welcome additions. Tyler Harms won a state championship when he played at Durango High School, quarterback that's got some, some good size to him. And that's not even touching on all the guys from Texas and Arizona and Utah that are coming to play uh, for the Mavericks and we'll We'll bring you back. If you didn't get a chance to listen to uh, the full show last night, we will have it up on the website later on today. But uh, we'll bring you segments of that, uh, our conversation with uh, Miles Cochaver and also uh, Trevor Wickery and uh, Trent Matthews and Amari Wilson as well. So uh, we'll have that all coming up throughout the morning as uh, the Mavericks uh, capture 47 on a National Signing Day mm-hmm. yesterday uh, to be part of uh, what's already a very growing building program 
for Miles Coachaver, now entering year three as the head coach of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks. So, a lot to get on the program this morning. Um, Colorado uh, men's basketball, they have Arizona State tonight at the CU Events Center, and uh, we'll talk with Mark Johnson about that. One of the areas that probably has hurt Colorado the most, inconsistent defense has really hurt the Buffs. And in the Ken Palm, they're in a good spot. But they, they got to make a little bit of a push here at the end of the season. Obviously, improves prove where they're going to be in the Pac-12 tournament. But as of right now, they would they would be in the NCAA tournament. But you can't have too many more slip-ups down the stretch here if you're Tad Boyle and CU. So we'll talk with uh, Mark Johnson uh, coming up. We'll also have our Rick Nelson, American Family Insurance Team's Team of the Week. want to thank Rick for uh, sponsoring our Team's Team of the Week. We'll have that for you coming up at uh, 8.40 this morning. So uh, a lot to get to. But first, we need to announce the winner of our Buffalo Wild Wings Big Game Giveaway. You ready to do it? Yeah, sorry, I had my microphone. I'm, I'm yesterday... For me is rubbing you off were, in you. Yeah, you were killing it yesterday. <laughs> you were great at it. Uh yeah. Do we do we have like a drum roll or anything? I'm just gonna play this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the team sports network. Because yes. this person will win today. Yes. Scott, you get a table for six and fifty wings. Buffalo Wild Wings Sunday for the big game. All right, very congratulations good. Congratulations to Scott. We'll see you out there. Okay, so Buckeye will be out there on Sunday. Scott, congratulations. Our people will get in touch with you mm-hmm. or your people if you have people. And uh, we'll uh, see you out there Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. on, on Sunday. All right, 706, Jim along with the Buckeye boy. And text or call the show today, 970-242-1340. Got some thoughts about the, the Super Bowl, some thoughts about uh, Mesa's signing class yesterday. Um, just... Uh, Anything in, in general, Nuggets, Lakers tonight. We'll have it on the team. Pre-game at 7.30 for that one. And uh, we'll dive into that coming up in just a little bit. So uh, text or call us on the team line today. We'd love to hear from you, 970-242-1340. And um, it was cool to see uh, Amari Wilson, his family. They were there last night. And uh, his uncle Jake quarterbacked uh, the, the Wildcats to the state championship game. Oh, nice. They have Ryer gear than that team, and he there was there go. last night. So it was, it was very cool Yeah, uh, to have have the Wilson family out there last night uh, celebrating Amari signing with CMU. All right, it's time for What's Happening. And it's brought to you by our friends at ComWest. They're your technology service partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally one call, one team, one goal, helping your business grow. They can help you with network support, cybersecurity, also surveillance, or a new business phone system. Call them today at ComWest, 970-242-8142, or go to ComWestCorp.com. All right, so we will uh, start things out with National Signing Day yesterday for Colorado Mesa. The uh, Mavericks football team had a productive signing day with 47 high school players inking uh, their uh, letters of intent to play for the Mavericks. Third-year coach Miles Kochaver and his staff signed five Western Slope players in this year's class with Fruto Monument quarterback Amari Wilson, Durango quarterback Tyler Harms, Moffat County linebacker Ian Hafey, and rifle defensive lineman Troy Matea, and Bears quarterback and safety Logan Gross. Gross quarterback rifle to the 2A state title game will switch over to wide receiver as a Maverick. 
He's a huge target to be able to have down there in the red zone. A guy that goes up, he knows how to compete for the ball, and again, he's going to continue to grow, and, and he just has a huge ceiling as we continue to push forward. CMU coach Miles Coach Avery mentioned that uh, Wildcats quarterback Amari Wilson was the only Grand Valley player to sign with the Mavs. Well, I really like the coaching staff on that visit I went to, and it's just close to home, which is convenient. I get to stay near my family a little bit and just continue playing football in front of the people I've grown up with. Mavs also signed Roosevelt High School quarterback Bronco Hartson and Rough Riders running back Xavier Ramirez, both won a 3A state championship as juniors. Uh, Mavs also signed Green Mountain All-State defensive lineman David Ives and Broomfield All-State defensive back Brent Harris. The eighth-ranked Cutterman Mesa baseball team won on two hits. They defeated Florida Southern 4-3 as they opened the season Wednesday in Lakeland, Florida. Florida Southern grabbed an early 2-0 lead, but the Mavericks rallied on an Ethan Nunez triple with Jonathan Gonzalez's sacrifice fly scoring Nunez. For Nunez, by the way, his first collegiate at-bat and hit. Not, not nice. a bad way to start his career. CMU also scored on a wild pitch and a ground out as he took advantage of eight Florida Southern walks. CMU starter Liam Hohenstein struck out seven to get the win, with Ethan Voss picking up the save. The Mavs face 15th-ranked Rollins College. Today, the Fruto Monument Wildcats boys basketball team clinched the Southwestern League title with a 53-33 win at Montrose Tuesday night. The Wildcats limited Red Hawks standout Caleb Ferguson just five points on the night. Cats head coach Michael Wells says a good night of team defense is what kept Ferguson in check. You know, we had to have good ball pressure on the on the passer. That made it tough to get into him. We wanted DT to be in front and, and good help side on the backside. And collective team effort held him down, and, and that was a big key for us to win there. Wildcats are back on the court Tuesday night at Central. You can hear that game on the Team Sports Network. It's, it'll be part of full-court coverage with both Palisade teams hosting Eagle Valley. Our coverage will start Tuesday at 5 o'clock with full-court coverage. This weekend, the Calvin Mesa basketball teams hit the road for a rematch with the Regis Rangers. Regis came to Grand Junction back in December with the Maverick women taking the with the Maverick men taking the victory. Now in enemy territory, CMU will have to, uh, be, have to contain the dual threat of Chase Mayo-Harmon and Eddie Egan. He attacks the rim really hard. He's got to the free throw line a ton. Then Egan, I've always really liked him. He's had a lot of injuries over his career, but he's healthy, and he's just a great athlete that can score. Both those guys give them an offensive punch, and their defensive numbers are good, and they force a lot of turnovers, and we commit a lot of turnovers, so that'll be a big challenge for us. Mavs head coach Mike DeGeorge coverage on the team. CMU Sports Network starts Friday night with the women at 445. They'll tip it at 5, the minute 7 o'clock, and it's presented by Ken Richards State Farm. And that's a look at... What's happening? All right, brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner. If you need IT help today or a new business phone system or improved surveillance, call ComWest today, 970-242-8142 or go to comwestcorp.com. All right, Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. I guess just some, some final takeaways, Buckeye, from Mesa's signing day that... Um, Certainly, I think one of the areas looked like they also tried to address too was was the tight end position, mm-hmm. where you know, a couple of seasons ago they had Dagan Rinks, obviously a huge threat at the tight end position, and um, trying to get back to that. Not that Logan Gross is that guy; he's gonna be more of a wide receiver because he's only 180 pounds, but trying to get uh, some size at the tight end position, a real red zone threat seemed to be part of what uh, Coach uh, K and his staff were trying to to address with this recruiting class. Yeah, they got a lot of diverse talents offensively. They got some big bruising running backs. You mentioned the size. Tight end room, you know, gets a little bit bigger. Wide receivers, they got 
Gross, who's 6'6". Six, six. I got another guy who's 6'5", six, 6'2". Six, they also got some short, quick burners. They got a couple of 5'10 guys on the outside that are going to, you know, stretch the field for them vertically with their speed. They got a couple of small, quick running backs as well, guys that can, you know, stretch the defense laterally, sideline to sideline, and kind of, you know, open up holes for everybody else. They went real diverse offensively, I think, and that was that was something that's notable because there was a time last year that the running back room kind of all felt the same. You know, like they all had different skill sets and they all had different areas of expertise, right? But they were kind of in that 5'10", 6'0", 180", 200-pound range. They were kind of all three or four of the same size guys, and the, they seem to have diversified that a little bit this year. Yeah, they went out and got a guy like Easton Fuentes, 6'1", 220, from Bushland High School in mm-hmm. Texas. It's a big kid. Uh, it's a big running back. Yeah, the, Logan Ryan, 6'4", tied in from Eagle Crest High School. So they went out and and, and got some size to the tight end spot, obviously added some, some size as well at the running back position, and that's where Crockett Gilmore with his Texas connection certainly helped the, the Mavs in recruiting down the Lone Star State. So, uh, so you got some, if you've looked at uh, players online, uh, the, the whole list is there at uh, the CMU football uh, website. Um, or if you listened last night, we'll bring you some of the conversation we had with Miles Coach Aver and Trevor Wickery and uh, Trent Matthews and Amari Wilson from last night signing him in a blue moon. Uh, but if you got some thoughts on that today, you can send it to us on the team line, 970-242-1340. But it, it shows how things have changed because yesterday we would have been talking a lot about Division One football. Mm-hmm. There was nothing to talk about yesterday with that. No, they've, they've been done, or it's all going to change by the time we yeah. get to the start of the season anyway. The, the early signing period has changed that. It's, it's yep. now... National Signing Day is more, it is pretty much a D2 mm-hmm. kind of situation where they, they kind of dominate that particular day now where Division One football used to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you mentioned like it kind of takes, it doesn't take away, but it, I feel it gives more players publicity. Instead of everyone getting buried behind Dylan Riola or whatever, right, who flips his commitment or the number one prospect in the country signing today and where's he going to go? Is it going to be Alabama or Florida, Georgia or Ohio State? That's now December. Yeah, all that's done. And now it's for these kids that normally would get buried by the number one player, the top ten players in their state. They get a little bit of publicity. They get a little bit of love because – they're going to go on and continue to play college athletics just like everybody else. Absolutely. All right, 715, Jim along with Buckeye Boy. Text or call us today on the team line, 970-242-1340. We'll take a break, and coming up, we'll talk with the voice of the Buffaloes, Mark Johnson. That's on the way on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network online at theteam1340.com. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. Welcome back, 719. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles, trying to track down Mark Johnson this morning. Buffs host uh, Arizona State tonight. 
Colorado 15 and 7, 6 and 5 in the Pac-12. Arizona State 11 and 11, and they are 5 and 6 in Pac-12 play. So uh, KJ Simpson coming off the, the huge game, 25 points, but the Buffs uh, losing to Utah last Saturday, 73 to 68. So I'm going to track down Mark Johnson, maybe, possibly. We'll have Mark. We'll see. Also, I have uh, Miles Cochaver coming up as well uh, from last night's uh, signing show. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into that right now of our conversation last night. And once again, we'll have the, the full hour of the show uh, up later on this morning, probably around 1030, and at our website, theteam1340.com. So uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, let me check my phone here, see if that's Mark. Nope, that's not Mark. <laughs> Mark might be texting me back. So uh, we will uh, jump into our conversation with uh, Mavericks football coach Miles Cochaber from last night. We welcome in the head coach of the Conference Mavericks, Miles Cochaber. Miles, always great to talk to you, especially on a day like today, where a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of miles and rental cars, and lots of Zoom calls and lots of emails have uh, taken us to this point where you have 46 players that have committed to be Conference Mesa Mavericks. No, thank you, Jim, for that. It's just a uh... A lot of work goes into this throughout the year, and it's it just a, you know, to kind of put an end on it and put this class together and kind of had it finalized is just awesome. But it couldn't go without everybody's hard work and their dedication. Um, you know, Coach Nick Broughton being the recruiting coordinator week in and week out, making sure that we were organized, had it put together. Um, you know, and all the great people at Colorado Mason. It's just a special time to be a Maverick with everything that's going on and the vision that we have as a university. It made it easy as you go through this recruiting process, and there's a lot of guys that we had to leave out there. You don't have room for them at all, for all of them, um, but that's a testament to the university and the growth that it's had, and um, you know, to President Marshall and his leadership staff that have done a great job of making the university what it is, um, and continue to grow that. He has a vision and wants to be a premier Division II program, and it's just awesome to be able to bring in great young men that, you know, are full of energy, guys that can really grow, guys that are not only football, but are set out to be difference makers in life. And that's what the most exciting part about this class as you look at it, and these guys want to be our future leaders. And I think it's much bigger than football, but we're excited about this class. And I just want to say thank you to all those people that helped us put together this uh, signing class this year for 24. As you and, and Nick Broughton and, and this coaching staff approach this season, where, where were some of the target areas, some of the, the positions you really felt like we, we've got to go and improve our depth, we have to improve our athleticism? What were some of those areas, Miles, that you really tried to, to focus in on in, in regard to your recruiting? Well, first off, with the recruiting, you know, we are Colorado Mesa University. We need to be made of Colorado kids. Um, it's important to us that we, we with we hold that standard up but we want to go and get the best Colorado kids and we're able to target those guys and you know sometimes you start to look at position and needs and um, you 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 don't always find the best fits so I think it was important us to find guys that could be mass could be champions for life and everything that they do and we were able to do that we're always gonna have big classes on the old line D line we got to stay big up there we know that championships got to be win up one up front and, you know, we've got to continue to grow that. We're starting to get that physical style of play that we want, and it's got to carry over. So we had to go out and, and find some good O-line, D-line, and we were able to do that with signing eight D-line and, and six O-linemen in this class. So 
Um, and, and thought we really did a good job of targeting Colorado and know that we won the state um, throughout the RMAC. So we were excited about that. Got a lot of Colorado kids, a lot of Western Slope kids that kind of know what CMU is all about. And there's a, it feels like, you know, the small town Western Colorado dip type of work ethic. You also got some talented players from the Denver metro area that you guys were able to kind of wrangle from maybe some other schools on the front range or other schools in the region. How do you go about balancing that you know you want to get some of those western club you want to get the best of the best over here but you also need to go to some of these other places front range denver as what well, or texas as well try to get some of the talent there well quickly to go off that reel as we go um got to give a shout out to josh Mathy, our new nutritionist at cmu um we've added some things that make us a premier division two program and the recruits noticed that, so I just wanted to make sure we gave him a shout-out. He did a great job of being able to interact with our recruits um, and, and really sell what we're building here. So that was big. And as you look at it then, Colorado, 32 um, signees from the state of Colorado, nine Texas, Utah, kind of those bordering states. Um, you know, and then when you get Western Slope kids, they've got to understand. Um, they represent every single day and it, it means something different to be from the western slope a, a certain amount of toughness that you have to have and with troy logan amari these guys that were able to go and get they really uh epitomize that and everything that they do and they're selfless they're just they'll do anything for the team they want to win um and they want to compete at a high level so we were excited to get those guys on board jim davis along with rio van gilder colorado mesa football coach miles coach aver it's the mavericks Signing event tonight here at the Blue Moon, 120 North 7th Street. Uh, Half-price appetizers all night long. Some Maverick fans get on down here, and you can talk with uh, with Miles and, and talk with some of the coaches down here as well. Uh, we'll have Trevor Wickery and uh, Trent Matthews uh, coming up in a little bit. Let's talk about the local guys, and we'll start out which is right here in the Valley. Yeah, your alma mater, Bruno Monument High School, where Amari Wilson had a, an outstanding senior season at the quarterback position, took the Wildcats to the second round of the 4A State football playoffs, scored 33 touchdowns combined his senior season but also a guy that has played on the defensive side he's played some some defensive end he's played some linebacker you have him listed as an athlete and played for, for cam ross of course also played at uh mesa college back in the day mesa state so for amari wilson you get a local guy talented guy 6-2-2-10 physical guy in terms of what he did offensively and defensively miles how does a guy like him, amari wilson fit into your plans going forward well, Amari hasn't even started to really even reach for that ceiling that he has, his potential and the growth that he's going to be able to go through this next few years. And Cam did a great job with Amari and, and developing him into the player that he is today. So when you get a guy that's came through Coach Ross's program and he understands what hard work, dedication, being part of something that's bigger than yourself is all about. Um, and, and he epitomizes that in, in what he does every single day. So we're pumped to be able to have Amari. I see him as I'm a defensive guy through and through, and I see him. Do you want him on that side? Yes, and there's already been those competitions in the staff room. Okay, well, he could be an H, he could be quarterback. What are you going to do with him? We just want to get him on the field and, and be able to utilize his talents. But, um, you know, Amari, he, he won't say two words about it. He just wants to be able to help the team win and um, be able to compete each and every day. And um, that was the thing for him. Okay, if you want to come and you want to be pushed like you haven't been pushed before, we're going to take you to that next level and, and just getting Amari to understand that I think is what got him on board and then then he's excited about that opportunity to stay and and be able to succeed here and that's hard to do sometimes for local guys 
There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of other things that come up. Um, but we need to be able to have that pipeline right here in our backyard and keep these guys in-house. And I believe Amari will be a great start to that for us. Got some rifle guys as well played in the state championship game against Delta in, in the 2A state title over at Stoker Stadium. Troy Matea, six foot 270, played at Rifle High School, All-State Selection, Lineman of the Year in uh, the Western Slope League. You talk about recruiting guys up front, very physical guy. This is a nice addition, Western Slope kid, that brings a lot of physicality to your offensive line. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about Troy and, and what he can do. Um, man, he's built to play, play a zero tech. Um, he's got long arms. He's strong as an ox. Um, and, and he was dominant as you watch that state championship game or throughout the whole year. Um, you know, running sideline to sideline, did a great job on both sides of the ball and, and really just showed his dominance through and through each and every week. So we're excited to be able to get him on board and, um, you know, bring him right down the road. You guys spent a lot of time on Highway 13. Meeker, Craig, you also got... Logan Gross from Rifle, 6'6", 180. Maybe thicken that up a little bit at some point. Good base to build on. But as you work through your athletes, you brought in uh, a few quarterbacks, which we'll get to at some point as well. I know defense is where uh, you make your living. Offensively, you seem to have picked up a pretty good weapon in Logan Gross. Yeah, very excited. And, well, you know, we probably wouldn't have been as high on Logan if he didn't play free safety as well, though. Um, but he does a great job, man, and he's just an ultimate competitor. You watch him that first week back on the basketball court, I think he scored 44. Um, he's just a guy that's a great athlete, and he competes every single day. And, you know, Logan, he's a huge target to be able to have down there in the red zone. The guy that goes up, he knows how to compete for the ball, and, again, he's going to continue to grow, and, and the, the, he just has a huge ceiling as we continue to push forward. So excited to be able to watch him progress, and, you know, uh, Logan will actually – um, really have an opportunity to do two things here at Mesa and, and a hell of a pitcher on the on the mound. So he's going to play Chris Hanks in yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah. So. so we got a guy that can be a dual sport guy and see how that progresses for us down the road. He's 6'6 and a scorer. Has Mike DeGeorge been wandering into the office to ask about right? him too? Yeah, well, I was going to go, wait a, wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, baseball, football, okay, but come on, we... He, we can only spread Logan Gross so thin here. Yeah, I don't think we can get uh, too carried away there. But, you know, I think he's going to be touching the low 90s and, and, and throwing well, and I can really help Coach Hanks down the road as well. So he'll play wide receiver, sign so play quarterback in the state championship game. Boy, physical guy. He took, took some, some big hits from that Delta defense in that game and just uh, kept plugging away. And Judd Harvey, as uh, Rio was mentioning, linebacker from Meeker, 6'2", 220, Meeker, a lot of success. Andy Coriel played at Mesa State for former coach Joe Romano, and so there's that connection with Andy Coriel and Meeker and, and Judd Harvey. And again, you're going to hear that common theme as you go through this class, but competitor, right? Um, I believe Judd will be a three-time, if I'm not mistaken. He's got to finish it out this year on the mat, wrestling 215 pounds and um, very driven in everything that he does. I think he's got nothing but success in front of him as we go through this um so we're excited to be able to get judd and and you know that's a new avenue for us here at mesa and, and that's part of the administration and what they've been able to do um he's going to be able to go through and obtain a business degree with an aviation degree he's very driven and where where he wants to go with his future and we wanted those type of competitors and you look at those guys and we had guys that started to build relationships through the recruiting process and got to know each other um you know and and coming from the wrestling man another guy in bronco hartson 
Um, you know, he's, he's competing to be a two-time state champion wrestler, and so those guys have crossed paths and, and been at duels and tournaments all throughout the state and surrounding areas, and uh, they said, hey, we want to be Maz. We want to take this thing to the next level, and um, I think that kind of propelled this class, and we started to get um, guys saying yes. Another guy, all-state selection, defensive guy. You mentioned Harvey on the linebacker. Ian Hafey through uh, Moffitt County up in Craig. Again, another Highway 13 guy, 6'3", 195, 10 sacks, had north of 40 solo tackles. Talk about what he brings to that defensive side of the ball. Well, the first time I was able to really see Ian and had a chance to work, at, work with him was this last summer at a prospect camp. The way that he bends, the way that he moves, and then he just plays with a relentless motor. Um, you know, and, and when you're in small Western Slope football, you better be playing both sides of the ball, and, and he was a guy that's able to do that. I expect big things um, from him as he continues to grow, um, being able to rush the passer. we got to get a guy that can get back there and, and, and just cause havoc, so very excited to have him on board. Talked about Gross and Harvey and Hartson and all these guys that not necessarily both sides of the ball. Some of them play like Logan Gross but multi-sport athletes. I know we talked to Chris Hanks a lot, loves multi-sport athletes. Looking through your list of guys, north of 40 guys, you got a lot of multi-sport, multi-faceted, or just straight up like Amari Wilson listed as athletes. How much of that is a factor when you look at guys? Uh, huge for us as we go. We want guys that are doing everything. Um, you know, so it's not, I know everybody gets in their specialty training these days but these guys that stay multi-dimensional man they're just they're so far ahead of the curve and they can do a lot of different things and it doesn't limit it to them one position or another um they're versatile enough to be able to move around and you're ultimately trying to find the best 11 on offense 11 on defense and that special teams unit that can really flow and that's the same thing that we had with tyler harms you know another western slope guy coming from durango and he's finishing up in his basketball and actually will be an early enrollee for us in the second mod here at Mesa and have the chance to come up here and get started. And what do you find, do those guys maybe you feel are extra coachable? They have all these different coaches, maybe an offensive defensive coordinator, basketball coach, baseball coach, wrestling coach, all in their ear, all taking different styles of coaching. Do you find those multi-sport athletes and their coachability to be a little different than some of the specialized players? No, they're just very well versed in everything that they do and um, you know, they've kind of been through a different gauntlet, whether they're being coached hard, whether they've been coached, um, you know, just in a more traditional style. And, and they've had a little bit of everything when they do all those different sports. Um, and it just keeps them, and it really prevents in, injury in my mind. I think when you're able to do all those things, you're using the different functions of your body through and through and not becoming focused on one sport. It, these guys have a very high ceiling then when they do start to really uh, specialize in football. At Scott Mesa National Signing Day event, we're at the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, downtown Grand Junction. You can stop by tonight, Half Price Appetizers here at 120 North 7th Street all night long as we celebrate uh, 46 new Mavericks playing for head coach Miles Cochaver and his coaching staff. So, Miles, let's we'll take it out of the, the Western Slope and this side of the Continental Divide. Some of the, the players that, uh, that you're really excited, I mean, you're excited about all these guys, obviously, but some of the guys from the front range that you're really excited about in, in, in becoming Mavericks and seeing their development uh, in your football program? Oh, man, this, this list, as it, it grows and as we look at this thing, um, there's a number of these guys that we expect big things as they come over here to the Western Slope and be able to represent, um, you know, the Eastern Slope. So as you look at that, 
you got a guy like George Soapy that was over at Green Mountain and the whole crew from Green Mountain, um, a team that's been very successful in the last two years. And George, uh, outstanding linebacker, outstanding running back. Again, multidimensional basketball player, um, a guy that's able to get after it on both sides of the football. Um, and then David Ives, and I was just impressed with David. You go to a practice, you watch him. He was through and through the team captain for the Green Mountain squad over there that made a good run this year. Um, fell a little short, but he was a big part of their development over the last three years. And David's a guy that plays O-line, D-line, and it starts up front. So very excited about the whole Green Mountain crew. And then you get look at uh, um, AC, Austin Contreras, also from Green Mountain. You know, we can stay on that school for a little bit because we were able to go in there, and um, they did a great job. But... Austin, not only on the football field, pressures the quarterback. He can play inside. He can play outside. He can play fullback. He's on special teams. He's 1,300-plus uh, on his SAT, driven. These guys are driven in everything that they do. And when you start to really look at this class, that was the question. We didn't sugarcoat it. We want these guys to come and be purpose-driven when they come to Mesa. When they come to Colorado Mesa, they're here for that purpose. And um, I think that's what... Uh, was exciting for us as coaches. These guys know what they want to do. They want to be future leaders and, and continue to grow as men. Roosevelt High School, some uh, really talented players coming out of there. Bronco Hartson, first and foremost. You referenced him already, the quarterback who set a, a bunch of school records throwing the football. And Xavier Ramirez, the running back, really talented player, over 4,700 yards, 65 touchdowns in his high school career. That was a dynamic one-two punch for Roosevelt. Uh, with a, a championship season previously. Yeah, you know, they were able to lead it their junior year and take that thing to a, a state championship. And, and then Bronco was able to go and do it on the mat. Um, now as he looks to repeat this year, we wish him nothing but the best of luck. And, you know, it's going to be tough. He understands that, but he's up for that challenge. And then Xavier's just a competitor, man. He loves football. Um, he's a football guy through and through, and we're excited to be able to have those two guys join us. And then you look at Brent Harris over at Broomfield. Uh, Brent, you know, they came over and he's a former Eagle, just like President Marshall. And um, they had the, we had the opportunity to see him firsthand a couple of times. And when Broomfield played Fruta over here, um, and and Brent just does a great job in the classroom. He's going to get the distinguished award and, and one of our highest honors here as he comes in. But a guy that plays safety, plays receiver, athlete on both sides of the ball. So we were very excited to go and get. Uh, Brent Harris out of Broomfield um, and then you know we were able to go and get a um, legacy you know coach Jay Madden you got guys that Absolutely. are alumni and when they tell you that you need to look at these guys you know that they're serious about them becoming Mavs and um, you know we were able to go over there and get Colin Lerma and a, a guy that has been plagued but if you talk to anybody on the eastern slope he is a jock through and through and, and one of the better athletes and so we were pumped to be able to get him on board and um, get him signed up. So, so it's the Cover to Mason National Signing Day event tonight here at the Blue Moon. We'll be on until uh, 6 o'clock tonight but the uh, the fun continues all night long. Half price appetizers here at uh, the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, 120 North 7th Street downtown Grand Junction. We're talking with Cover to Mesa head football coach Miles Cochaver. We'll, we'll step out of the, the Centennial State. We'll go to the Lone Star State where Crockett Gilmore does a great job of, uh, of having relationships with coaches down there. And a guy like Easton Fuentes, big back, and he knows a couple of guys. You got went out recruited some big backs, Miles, and Fuentes is one of them, 6'1", 220 out of Bushland, Texas, a very physical guy at the running back position. 
Yeah, Easton does a great job, and he's, he brings a physical presence to him in everything that he does, whether he's running the ball or rush, rushing the passer. So, again, both sides of the ball, a guy that can get it done um, and, and came from a great program. So you want those guys that have won. The West Texas guys have been a fit for us over here in Grand Junction. They like it. Uh, the wind doesn't blow. You know, I lived over there in West <laughs> Texas, and uh, it's much better over here in Grand Junction, and it doesn't take long for them from them being on campus to realize that. So you look at him, you look at Flowers. Those guys are, are great competitors. Um, both of those guys, again, when you look at what they're being able to come in and, and the merit awards that they're getting from academics, these guys are at the top of their classes, and they're coming in here, and they're coming from championship programs. And, and you know, you look at a guy like Flowers, and I told Gil as we went through this recruiting process, plays slot, plays running back, plays DB. He runs, and, and he, he runs really well, and he plays physical and reminds me of a guy that Coach Gilmore actually played with in, at the NFL level, and we played against when I was coaching with Coach Romano and, and Danny Woodhead. I'm pretty similar in the stature, and the guy that plays the game the same way, so excited about him. And then we'll move on to, to Utah, our neighbors uh, to the, the west over here. Jack Burke, the wide receiver from Sky Ridge High School, uh, Lehigh, Utah, two-time two state uh, finalist, uh, was a 6A state champion in, in Utah in 2022, second-team All-State selection. So uh, a, a guy on the perimeter that can uh, make some plays for your quarterbacks. Exactly. You know, to be able to have a playmaker down the field. I think every receiver we were going through the stats that we were able to bring in and um, had the opportunity to go and get, they were all very similar. We had guys that had 1,000-plus yards um, receiving this year, 10 touchdowns, and he's just a competitor, and that's what I liked about Jack. He's a guy that's going to come and be able to get after it from day one and um, find a way to make us better. So we're excited about him. And, you know, all these guys in the surrounding states, we made sure we did a great job of venting them because it's hard to be this far away from home. And it's not an easy trip, whether you're going from West Texas, you're going to Utah. Utah is a little bit more feasible, but these guys were committed about getting out of town, being able to be a part of something special, and they really felt that vibe when they were here on campus. So, you know, we, we dropped all the way into San Antonio. Um, we we're, were a little bit all over the place, but we really got those bordering states and, and did a good job there with our guys out on the road and finding the right kind of fits for us. They have to ask you about the farthest recruit from Pendleton, Indiana. I mean, you've hit Texas, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, but Isaac Wilson uh, from uh, Pendleton, uh, Indiana, Pendleton Heights High School, uh, 5'9", 160 athlete, uh, uh, really, uh, you know, really talented athlete, a guy that can impact the game on both sides of the football. How'd you get a guy like Isaac Wilson all the way from Indiana? Well, you know, alumni reaches out to a lot of places. And, and just a great kid that was a competitor first and foremost once we put on his film. But um, Fish that played here and is over at Heritage and had the opportunity we, when Coach Wick went in there to make sure that we got all the Heritage guys that we needed. Um, you know, we were made aware of Isaac. And Isaac has some ties over here to the Western Slope and, in, and then into Colorado. So he wanted the opportunity to be able to come and, and be a part of this. So we were excited to be able to get Isaac. I got to ask you, not necessarily a, a football question, but a lot of the guys from out of state are from areas that CMU maybe has name recognition and brand recognition because of the success of some of the other sports. When you go into living rooms and you talk to guys, how much of the pitch is all these other sports are fantastic, 
We need you to help make the football team at this level. Baseball team's a national power. Basketball's a regional power, both men and women. You have national champion wrestling, national champion beach volleyball, swimmers, all these. And now it's time to get football back to that level. And we're going to need you and we're going to need your son, mom or dad. How much of that recruiting pitch do you use the, the success of the programs in, in its entirety? Oh, it's huge. It's just a huge recruiting advantage. When you have a vibrant campus community and then when athletics are succeeding at the rate that they are, you know. So when you have 800-plus student-athletes, like-minded people, it makes it very easy to be able to get these guys to buy into the vision and what's going on. But... You know, this was our really our second full recruiting class as we went through this. And, you know, we're not satisfied of what we've done. So we've gone four and six, six and five. You start to garner a little bit of momentum as you continue to grow and climb. Well, what's going to push us over the top? And, and that was a selling point for these guys. You want to be a part of something that's going to be special. And, and leave no doubt, it's going to get there. Um, and they just understood that. And then, and, and then with our current guys that we have right now, they're doing a great job. And that's your biggest recruiters. When they can go and, and tell these guys how it's going to be on a daily basis, the expectation, the standard that we live by, um, you know, that's been the biggest part. Well, we didn't necessarily have that in place this last couple of years. Now to be able to have that group, that foundation, go and recruit for you and bring in guys that are like-minded, that are driven to go out and have that, competitive greatness within our program and that's what we sell is that the best guys that you're going to see week in and week out is that guy lined up across from you on a daily and when we can get to that point then great things are going to happen and then we're going to be able to sustain it and we talked a lot about leaving your legacy and then to really truly be a part of something special um you know you've got to do different things and these guys understood that and they were driven to be a part of it well miles great uh, catching up with you tonight and breaking down the classes. You're the 46 players that are going to have a big impact on Maverick football over the next several years. And uh, enjoy enjoy a little bit of uh, downtime tonight. Enjoy the fruits of your labor tonight, you and your coaching staff. An incredible job once again in recruiting to cover to Mason. This is going to be a dynamite class going forward. No, Jim, uh, appreciate you guys uh, being able to take the time and, and share this with us. I got one more for you. So Quezon Via. Uh, is coming on board to another Utah guy. Um, is, his, this, uh, is this breaking news? Well, no. He's. <laughs> he, oh, I don't know if he's on that list for you or not, but he, he got in, uh, got inked in earlier today. It might okay. have been after Yonke already hit the press there with those papers. But his dad actually committed here from Hawaii in 94, I believe, to play baseball. Okay, so it's just kind of crazy. And he didn't tell Kaysom when he came on his visit that this was the place that he was going to come out of high school straight from Hawaii, sight unseen when it was Mesa College. Um, and then his, his father actually ended up getting drafted by the Blue Jays and went on, so never actually ended up here. But just kind of crazy how the ties continue to run, and now to be able to welcome Quezon on, into the Maverick family is going to be awesome. But how great is he thought that much of Grand Junction of, of Mesa College at that point in time that, that always stayed with him, and right. and now his son will be here too. It's but Phil, the, the Maverick commitment that, that the dad didn't make back in the day because he went on to play professional baseball. So. That's right. This yeah. made it full circle, though, so we got one here finally, so it'll be good. All right, that's uh, Miles Codeshaver uh, with myself and the Buckeye Boy last night, the uh, CMU National Signing Day event uh, down at the Blue Moon. And uh, once again, well, the, the full hour of it uh, post on our website later on this morning, probably uh, after 1030. But uh, we'll also bring you uh, the segments we did with uh, Trevor Wickery and Trent Matthews and Amari Wilson. That'll be coming up later on this morning. So uh, apparently 
Scott was our winner, correct, for the Buffalo yes. Wild Wings big game giveaway. Scott said some things come up. And he's not able to go. And so we, we're going to have to redraw the We wish him the, the, the best for him and his family, it's this thing that's come up. So, um, so we'll pick a new winner. So we'll do that, hopefully maybe announce that next hour, potentially. Yes. Possibly, maybe top of next hour. But uh, right now, it is time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well, Jim, the Charlotte Hornets suck. They do. And Steve Clifford knows this, and he knows that they suck defensively. Let's be honest. I mean, it's why I was brought here. And to this point, I have failed pretty miserably, is we don't care enough about defense all the time. We're better than we were in some ways, but you can, you know, like we're a, what do they say? We're a sometimes team. Sometimes we run back, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we care about guarding the ball, sometimes we don't. When the ball starts going in the basket, a lot of times we don't care about defense anymore. You'll never win. You might win games, you might have a decent year here and there. You'll never win. You'll never win a playoff series. You probably wouldn't win a playoff game. Those are the teams that get to the end of the year and if they're talented enough to get to a playoff series, guess what? They get their asses kicked. You've got to defend in the NBA. There's never been a team, never, that's been good and had a playoff run that wasn't good defensively. And it's just, that's fact. I mean, look at look at every single year. Now, there have been teams that struggled offensively, going all the way back, and were really good on defense at one. But we've got to get that. And you're not, to be honest. The Hornets are not going to be very good for, for quite a while. But he's right. Even the Warriors teams that could shoot the lights out at what? times were stellar defensively. Last year's NBA champions, Denver yeah, Nuggets. Nuggets. Why do you think Michael Malone goes on and mm-hmm. on and on obsessively about defense? Yeah. Because he knows. Because he knows that defense, it's not, it's a cliche for a reason. Defense wins championships. Because there's truth to it. Right. All right. 749, we'll take a break and we'll come back. And uh, once again, we'll be picking a new winner for our Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. Hopefully have that next hour for you. We'll take a break and return with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network online at theteam1340.com. It's your morning sports and more. It's the Jim Davis Show on the team. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Jim and the Buckeye Boy, the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network, 101 FM, 1340 AM here in the Valley, along Highway 50, 102.1 FM. That includes uh, North Fork as well, and online all the time wherever you're at, at theteam1340.com. You get the mobile app as well for all of our NBC Grand Radio stations at our website, theteam1340.com. You are welcome for hanging out this morning. Okay. You're welcome. Because didn't sleep great last night. It was definitely a choice to come into work today. Wasn't really a choice, was it? Yeah, yeah it really was. How many times I've dragged times my sorry that, butt in here and I'm just exa- exhausted? Yeah, that's a choice. You could, I could definitely be like, uh, nope. See, that's why Miles Cochaver would not have recruited you. Oh no, the I'm, lack, the lack of dedication, lack of commitment to the mission. A whole lot of quitting this guy. You know, I, on the other hand, I, <laughs> some stupid mm-hmm. reason, I said, sure, why not? Work here. Yeah. Go ahead. So most mornings. No, see, here's the thing. You're here though. Yeah. And I what does that up. say about you? You still showed up. Mm-hmm. Your inclination might have been to not. Yeah. 
little fifteen minute car nap in the parking lot when I got here this morning. So I usually, it, for me, it's always it, it, well the times I've done that, it's been after the show. Mm-hmm. I'll go out in the truck and for like fifteen minutes. Yep. I haven't done that in a long time now. Usually, I, I wait to go home and do that. I haven't done that in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so Nuggets at the Lakers tonight, and uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, tonight they're unveiling the Kobe Bryant statue. Oh, nice! At Crypto.com, uh, Nuggets thirty-five and sixteen, Lakers twenty-seven and twenty-five. Not exactly looking like a contender. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of lot of LeBron and the Lakers on the same page? Question mark. Trade deadline? Question mark. And I mean, I don't know what all is going to happen there, but. There's a lot of hand-wringing over the Lakers situation going on right now. Yeah. Because they're ninth in the West. Yeah, it's it's not looking great. But uh, Street Clothes was in uniform. What? When they uh, they beat the Hornets the other night, he had a triple-double against the Hornets. Keep in mind, what did we just play? We just what, played the Hornets what? suck defensively. <laughs> what did you just play? Would, yeah. You know, Anthony Davis is a really good player. Well, he's but a fantastic he's player What he played. But... That's also he did that against the Hornets mm-hmm. as well. So keep that in mind. A team that's 10 and 40 right now. And their defensive rating is 30th out of 30. We call that around these parts DFL. Dead freaking last. Yep. And oh, uh, yeah. KCP, Contavious Caldwell Pope, having some problems with his hamstring. That could be an issue tonight. Particularly on the defensive end against... Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell. So uh, we'll see how the Nuggets do tonight in L.A. against the Lakers. Our coverage starts at 7.30 tonight with Jason Kosminski. 8 o'clock tip for that one tonight on Kobe Bryant statue unveiling night at a crypto.com. All right. Coming up next, we'll go around the NFL. That's on the way on the Jim Davis Show.